0: Welcome to this week's thoughts on podcast with uh, our thoughts on Arthur Joseph mm. and the podcast we released with him this week. Um, this podcast makes up part of the series of podcasts we recorded on our trip to California in November of 2018. Yep, I think this was probably about halfway through. Yeah, it was before we went to Texas. Yep, yeah. And um, Arthur was someone that we were introduced to um, actually by my cousin. <laughs> Funny enough, um, as someone who he thought we absolutely had to meet. Um, Arthur is the and founder.
1: Who is a student of Arthur's?
0: Martin is a student of Arthur's. Um, Arthur is the founder of vocal awareness and has been teaching his craft for 50 years. Um, it left us both it was quite a profound podcast for both of us I I had spoken to Arthur twice on Skype Mm -hmm. and Arthur had taken me through a breath practice which took me about 10 seconds on Skype (laughs) and it completely changed the resonance of my voice and I remember telling you I guess it probably is quite hard to um articulate oh i did this breathing practice for 10 seconds and it completely changed the tone of my voice mm. well to, to convey that until you actually do it which we did
1: yeah do it and do it and see it and hear it yeah because you can hear it in that one word that i said
0: yeah and so we did it in the in the podcast we did the 10 second breathing exercise mm. or 20 second breathing I don't exercise think it was even that long right guided by arthur and it was it was um profound and and I kind of felt like we were yet again sat as wanderers at the feet of a master who schooled us gracefully schooled us in a technique that he's been teaching for 50 years mm. and of all the podcasts that we do I think it will be remembered by both of us as one of those podcasts Where uh, it'll have effects on us for the probably for the rest of our lives to some extent with the way that we communicate and the way that we talk yeah i mean
1: leaving leaving it i'm probably not speaking in the way that you'd like to speak after being in his presence anyway
0: but it's a practice
1: but it is a practice but it did or it did have an amazing effect on i mean leaving it we both sat in the car afterwards not quite knowing what had happened (laughs) um which seemed to be something that we
0: experienced a few times on that trip i think the greatest testament to it is that um actually i think Arthur was one of the very first ones and the reason i say that the very first podcast we recorded on that trip the reason i say that is because our podcast style completely changed the rest of the trip we you, we discussed it. how He was after Sal. Right. Sal was pretty early on. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, you know, the way that we were talking to people, the way that we are having conversations, discussions. Yeah, that's right. We'd been we'd to Yosemite and then we'd com- seen him. Had, had completely changed. Well, I'd like to think it had for me. Yeah, yeah. it had. Had for me as well. I think there's a definite, you can definitely tell the difference in this set of podcasts from the ones prior. Yeah.
1: And just went to show how important voice is and, and communication in general or being able to express ourselves mm-hmm. and how everything's been rushed or sped up. It's always about getting to the end. In anything like a text message or a fitness class or all of these expressions, no one wants to go through the, the process of learning and honing and really dialing into the message that you want to give to someone. And then it's just words that come out at the end. And
0: You could argue, you, mess- you could say... It's people not respecting the process of communicating vocally. They're rushing to the outcome of what they're saying in order to get the result of what they're saying. Mm. Because now we're so full of distractions that people are fearful they're not being heard. And so rather than take the time to consider what they want to say just two Mm. seconds at the beginning of a conversation, there's so much fear about not being heard that the words are just thrown out. Even even the perfect way, even though it's the perfect way to describe that, even though it's uh, not vocal in a traditional sense of voice, is Twitter or social media where people react instantaneously. There's no taking a loving conscious breath as Arthur counsels. It's an immediate reaction. Mm. And then reflection on what's been said. Possibly if
1: a reflection's made at all. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just so easy to, I don't even think, it is so easy to to bang out a reply Mm -hmm. with your thumbs, which seem to be disconnected from your brain at the time you're doing it. And when you try and connect the two, text messages just become long. Yeah. Rather than pressing call. Like no one really presses call. And if you did press call, you'd be speaking to that person. Yeah. You could hear that they were upset or you could you could gauge so much more and then you can start to have a, a dialogue with them. And I, Arthur does say about how discourse... We've lost the art of discourse. Let me find it because it was more. We're losing the art of public discourse of eye contact. We're controlling emotion and the flow of information, but in real communication we talk sound is expressed emotion that last bit's probably not so relevant but it's so controlled isn't it it's either not controlled in any way Mm -hmm. or it's so controlled it's very hard to understand what someone's saying yeah it talks to and what i was what i found really interesting were arthur's Going all the way back to the root source of words and what they actually mean and how we've misunderstood or reinterpreted words to almost mean the opposite of what they, the root source of the word means. Like he used uh, performance. Uh, We've been fed a bill of goods that performance is inauthentic and presenting is being real. But in fact, it's quite the opposite. When we are presenting where we are in fact seeking approval and there is an implied artificiality because I'm trying to get you to like what I'm saying. How contrived and manipulative is that? Yeah. Yet with presentation is almost the bullshit. And actually you want a, a performance is you. Maybe it's when you're performing, say in sport, that is you on the day. That's really honest of you. If you're presenting if a sprinter was presenting themselves in a hundred meter race, they probably wouldn't finish. They would do all the things they would posture around. They would stretch and look the part, but actually it's the performance that matters. And that is from the gun going off to the finish line. Yeah. There's nowhere to, that's you in that moment. Yeah. So when you're performing, you are being real. That there's no other, but we think of it as performing is an act that you put on to be something you're not, whereas actually, and it made me think today how important performance is, right, for that purpose, because everyone's giving off this impression that they're, you know, okay, it's something they're not, yeah, their yeah. inauthentic self, whereas actually, performance is, that's who you are. In that moment, that is who you are. There's no hiding away from that. You can, I don't know, CrossFit opens on at the moment. You can fudge your scores and get someone to record your scores differently, but that's not your performance. That's presenting an image that you feel that you should be presenting of yourself to the other people.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my head was at. The the performance actually reveals an aspect of you that you feel you need to present because I I kept getting where I kept getting to uh, with this in my thoughts with vocal awareness was <laughs> how little really we sh- anyone should be ever saying <laughs> how much fluff is kind of added into conversations, how much you know, inauthenticity or inauthentic words are added into a conversation. And so when someone's presenting something, it, it, it's their true self because they feel they need to present it. It's almost an opportunity to recognise that they need to pull back
1: when they're presenting. Yeah, so they're not present. They're not being true to themselves. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I like if you're if you're talking bullshit and you're feeling the need to have to. You know, big up your story and tell a bunch of lies around it. You're presenting, mm, you know, something of your of yourself where you're uncomfortable with not being who you think you should be. Yeah, it's it's a it's a glaring opportunity to realise that that's something that you need to work on.
1: Also, made me think today that how important it is to enter competitions and that's something that we've kind of opposed in a way explain more because I don't want to be judged against anyone else don't want this don't want that so you do you get the best out of yourself do you remember the conversation we had with Yami? yeah that's what I was th- right. thinking that competitions the greatest opportunity to express your
0: and a, self and, and the greatest opportunity to to grow
1: yeah And I think that's, it's certainly been playing on my mind, whatever competition is, but if it is a, an authentic representation of who you are at that point in time, because led obviously, led Hamilton famously never competed yet. It's very much, he's, he's with that big wave. It's not necessarily competing in a, he's getting judged for it on the world surf comps, but it's all, it's a performance there right there you know there's there's a excuse me a consequence of bravado and i think jamie will for me that links into jamie will saying just because you buy a, a bodyboard doesn't make you a hawaiian waterman yeah that would be presenting an image of yourself yeah that's not true yeah and actually the hawaiian watermen have done it all they've seen it they yeah. are you know their competition but how important it is to put yourself into a vulnerable place, which is actually an amazing place that you are. This is me on that day. It's even made me want to go and do park run again <laughs> and things like that, you know, and actually run for a time, but not for a time, but just to go, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. And then it's really true rather than go, yeah, I ran once. It's really good. <laughs> Which so many people have said and do say, and I'm sure, you know, I'm uh, equally culpable of that. But it it just reminded me the importance of when you understand the root source of a word like performance or present. It kind of makes a lot of things make sense rather than going, oh, you know, don't want to perform. That's a show. That's an act. It's not. It's just where you are. It's the. Maybe it's the most honest form of gauging where you are. Yeah. And some days it won't work, but some days you're not where you were when you were there.
0: Yeah. That's my... Well, things. another area that really uh, stood out for me, um, Arthur talked of the the two great fears in life are of abandonment and ownership of my power, which I guess which we've come across in some form or other with other people, but hearing it put out like that was mm. um, quite enlightening.
1: Yeah. Whenever I hear something like that, it reminds me of the Zach Bush podcast with Rich Roll where he said that everyone's just walking around desperately alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the... We obviously live in a really lonely culture, which I think, uh, it, uh, unfortunately probably promotes the inauthenticity of presenting yourself as not being lonely. Um, the, the, of the two areas there that stand out for me most is ownership of my power, where people don't actually fully commit to what it is that they do. They do like a second rate version or there's a, an excuse not to do it. Mm. You know, then, don't commit authentically to what it is that they want to do because it doesn't buy into well
1: it what, might not work as well yeah 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 so people get scared of
0: yeah absolutely or it doesn't it but what work. i was going to say it doesn't buy into what people think they should be doing yeah and then of course you know there's this fear that goes along with it and of course it, it then becomes like a, a a side path to the main road that everyone's kind of encouraged to go on to, you know almost people are kind of conversely encouraged to be the best selves but actually held back from being you know the best selves or ownership of their power because everyone's encouraged to go down the same route that everyone else goes down
1: yeah the call i had today with that special forces guy um i don't think many people are actually trying to get to be their best selves because the ones that are they don't talk about it they're just doing it it's like, uh, it made me chuckle, Arthur's Instagram account. He's got like, I don't know, the last time he posted was sort of in 2015. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Yes. He doesn't need that validation because people seek him out. And it's not like the, the people that are seeking him out aren't... I mean, <laughs> they're the best of the best.
0: Yeah. Um, Who was it recently that was saying uh oh it's charlie dark he was saying this very week actually just go off and do what it is that you do mm. over the period of time you'll become great at what you do and people will seek out your services yeah and it, it, it's true with all these masters <laughs> you know you mentioned laird hamilton earlier on <laughs> you know he just kind of went off and did what he did yeah. Ron calc who's the podcast came up you know yeah uh, they've all done that he just, just did what just did what he did It's but but then it is complete devotion to mastery you know your time is not distracted by trying to tell everyone how good how good you are you're just mm. getting on with what it is you are and that's and that kind of goes back to what i was saying about makes me kind of just not want to say anything or do anything other than what what we do or what i do or mm. to be like fully focused on what you do like the purpose surely the purpose is not to gain notoriety for what you do <laughs> the purpose is just to do what you do and let the will just come along yeah. with it yeah if that you know i mean it will but it's it's...
1: well it does as a byproduct and that's the i I guess that's the presenting and the performing yeah if you're presenting a version of yourself wanting notoriety it comes and goes quickly but when you are i was used usain bolt he's super fast He's not having to put that on. For, the gun goes off. He can't help but run quickly between that yeah. line and that line. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, maybe one day I want to run slow, but I, I can't. The gun goes off. I run really fast <laughs> in between those two well, things. Well, I you say
0: that because a a friend of mine said that he is unable to just um, run slowly across a photo studio. Like, he kind of like runs really quick across the photo studio. <laughs> like, it just that's what he does.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... And he should do because he's the fastest man in the... Yeah. Over a short... uh, Distance. Over a short distance. But I I think that's... We're so wrapped up all of these things and maybe, I mean, that's never been our purpose in a way or maybe it has been while we've seen these people. They all say something that's so simple. It's like, what you want to do, bugger off, go and do it, don't talk about it, Mm-hmm. Turn up every day, even when you don't want to.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, and not necessarily grind it out, but just turn up, be present. It's yeah. how it is on the day, and I can't remember t- the quote Tony Molina or the motto of the Marine Recons. It was like tomorrow is or yesterday was yesterday. Basically, get on with it today, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and that f- that seems to be how it is, and there there just seems to be a great level of respect amongst those people. Yeah. And they don't need to use too many words.
0: You know, the really good example at the moment is Alex Honnold with Free Solo. That guy is clearly going to Free Solo the nose on El uh, well, Free Rider on El Cap, regardless of whether anyone's filming him or whether anyone knew about it. He's yeah. just going to do it.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, you know, people, you know, those type of people do it.
1: Yeah, well, I think you do. And God, I mean...
0: That's like the final step of mastery, isn't it?
1: Just going to do it
0: the the ultimate the ultimate challenge like he's prepped his whole life for that it's kind of the ultimate expression of what he does I think it's
1: the ultimate expression
0: maybe it's, I mean he did it so it wasn't a challenge it was just a process
1: of yeah yeah the outcome was he almost was never not going to do it
2: yeah yeah
1: he just did it he just did it and then people get so obsessed with, that. oh man, how did you do it? How do you do mm. all of this stuff? But actually they're not prepared to go through all the everything it takes. Yeah. They would it's easier to talk about it and go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm wanting to be the best I can be. Well, are you really? Or? It's uh yeah, I guess people just find a moon and one reason not to commit. And maybe lazy language, lazy communication, I'm wanting to be the best I can be. As opposed to saying, I want to be 50% of the best I can be. That's
0: not authentic communication, is it? No. <laughs> I want to be the best. I, I just want to be good. I want to be all right. Yeah. But, but again, people aren't allow, don't feel like they're... Maybe, I would suggest people don't feel like they're allowed to say that.
1: I want to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be 50% of my best self.
0: I spoke to a friend of mine recently and... He, I don't actually, but... Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to a friend of mine recently and he said, I'm just not ambitious. I'm pretty pretty settled and happy with what I've got. And the guy's so content. He's so incredibly content that of a, the many, many people I know that chase and push to be great. They're kind of ambitious to Yeah, that be... I just know near as content as him. He's completely yeah. happy and authentic with where he's at. And he's just, he's not ambitious and he doesn't need to be ambitious. He's authentic in what he's saying in his words. Yeah,
1: that's really hard. He's considered
0: in his words and he's telling mm-hmm. the truth. <laughs> Good for him.
1: Yeah, great. I mean, I think that about a lot of people that we've met, that Jess, who we meet and yeah. you said, has he just caught his white whale and now he's happy doing what Yeah, he's doing and you're like,
0: wow, yeah, maybe...
1: And clearly we're not there yet because we go, no, but there must be more Yeah, to do. But maybe, I mean, ultimately we're doing what we... What we love to do, we're still figuring a bunch of stuff out.
0: Mm, the process, commit to the process. Mm. I think that's maybe that's all one can really do is commit to the process, and along the way, you, you kind of come up for air, and you look around, and you realise that you're a master.
1: Do masters ever look at themselves as masters?
0: No, and I say it, I say it in a in a uh, I say it in a manner that's not kind of they're looking for the outcome. Oh, you know, I've, I can't figure out, am I a master? Yeah, am I a master? They just kind of look up and like, oh, I'm a master. But also in that moment, there's the recognition that they are, but there's also the recognition that it doesn't really mean anything to them because they're, they'll be forever students of the process. Mm. The, the um, achievements become more and more subtle at the higher ends of mastery. But they're still there. But you only appreciate the subtleties and the small steps when you are a master. You can't see them as a beginner.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Because most people don't get past the plateau, Mark, do they? There's that huge incline in growth yeah. right at the beginning. And then you plateau for a period of time where you do everything you can, but you can't actually get past it. Yeah. But it's only the perseverance, the yeah. dedication, the, the turning up, the commitment to the process gets you that next step up yeah and then you know again you you start to climb up which seemingly but on a much much um gen much more gentle yeah. incline
1: yeah like microscopic
0: yeah and moments. that's what i mean those subtle Yeah,
1: you know, i had that conversation with the with rich today talking about jujitsu and he said that. can you actually say his name i can't say his name <laughs> that might not even be his name um We were talking about Jiu Jitsu and where he trains and there's a guy that's there are a bunch of black belts and this guy is like three times I don't know like world champion or something, like comes from a not the big dynasty of the Graces, but a little family that are very good. And he said the difference between him and the black belts is just it's almost like he doesn't even need a belt. It's just like, okay, cool. You know, he's just Yeah so Yeah grooved in everything that he does but he's a black belt but no one sees him as a black belt it's like he's a victor
0: it's the archetypal or the archetype hero in movies whether that's and and generally it seems to be the old karate master guy yeah yeah. (laughs) that kind of lives off in the middle of nowhere that no one knows and he really reluctantly accepts a student um and it will really test you to see if you've actually got it to be the student. And then, and then, um, and then he'll commit to, to being your teacher. Really importantly for me, they will commit to being your teacher, but without gain for themselves. seems to, seems to be the way, um, which is important in my mind because I feel that, uh, there's too many people doing things which should be kind of free to the world, but are kind of, uh, taking a lot back for what what they're giving out. Yeah. No. I'm thinking of alternative medicines <laughs> that are charged <laughs> at the, you know, the top, top rate, and it's like you shouldn't be doing that for that type of money. Yeah. That's not the...
1: Well, I think that's presenting an idea as opposed to just it's there. Mm. But most people... I think we're caught in a in a wheel of you go to what's presented well. Yeah. You might not have anything behind it. Yeah. And actually... The guy that's, or the, or the girl that's, looks a bit, you know, unwashed, but they're, kind of, <laughs> they're like the masters. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about what's the female version of master? Because if you say mistress, that sounds a bit weird, but I think the, it's just a, the person yeah. that has achieved mastery Yeah. in there. You wouldn't necessarily go to them because they're not the glitzy.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah
1: the glitzy place or I guess you see it in restaurants and you like that restaurant is amazing. And you look at the interior and like, how can they, I mean, it just looks, yeah, looks like someone's front room. Yeah. But the food is incredible. Yeah. And it's, they're the places that you want to go and they're the places that, yeah, yeah, that you want to eat at and you want to emulate and and be like that. And there's so much that's just glitz now mm. and a bit hollow.
2: hmm. Yep. Hollow. Yeah. And it's,
1: I think that that is that in, Instagram, social media, communication, kind of you never really get to. It's just being put out, isn't it? Isn't
0: it? So what we're saying is be quiet, get on with the work <laughs> and um, be truthful, be true and authentic.
1: Yeah. Indeed, in everything,
0: obviously in everything. And
1: um, it reminds me very much of, Arthur being a practical skill or tool that connects him with Jamie Wills' podcast talking about the, the truly extra the, the ordinary is the truly mm-hmm. extraordinary. Yeah. And you turn up and all of these little things like we had a conversation with someone that teaches people how to, doesn't teach them how to speak, he teaches them how to use their voice.
0: And how to connect with the self.
1: And how to connect and yeah, maybe as a as a result, they connect with themselves or you connect with yourself and then you can yeah. use your voice. It just sounds like, well I can talk. Yeah. You know?
0: And and But you know what? There is uh all masters have a barrier, like we were just saying, right? And um you can say, but I can talk, I can communicate. I can speak on my phone. I can speak to camera when I'm doing the social media, and that's great. Everyone can do, but if you're a real student, then you'll recognise that you don't know what you don't know, and you'll seek out these masters to learn these crafts. And why does why does why do these masters not need to, you know, ha- why don't they need to advertise their their craft to the world? Because it's not relevant for the world, it's only relevant for a small set of people that are that are willing and dedicated to that craft mm-hmm. to mastery, to bettering themselves.
1: yeah, what's come to my mind as you said that is anyone can speak to cam anyone can speak to camera any- anyone can speak, but you know. In yourself whether what you've said is a what you want to say and be the way you've wanted to say it yeah and then the choice is do I want to do something about that to improve it and by improve I mean to say actually what it is that I want to say to have the effect that I want to have Or do I choose not to because that's too much like hard work? Mm. Because there are times when we we don't speak that much on social media. It took us two years to even think we could do what we're doing now. And even then, sometimes it feels incredibly awkward. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Oh, should I be sounding more, more intellectual than, you know, we must put out this this, uh, we must present this version of ourselves to the world. And I think the way that we've done podcasts is really just to sit there because who are we to talk, tell Arthur Joseph, he's the master. We're just, we found him. Yeah he's just, just, he
0: is te-
1: te- telling us downloading into our vehicle, which is He's gifting podcast. us, gifting us. And, yeah. and we're spreading it. Yeah. It's never been about us going, Oh, well, you know, we're, we can, we can communicate perfectly. We can move perfectly. We, it's never been Yeah. the It's never been our purpose. Yeah. To become know-it-alls. Yeah. And, uh, I think people get lost in, in that they want to. Seeing it a lot with breath work at the moment, people are jumping on it, and then you ask them a question, and they don't have an answer for it, mm. and it feels like, well, maybe you should, you know, not you should, but the, the, you know, these are fundamentals that. A weekend course learning breath work. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily give you you can count to thirty and you have a stopwatch to do that. It means you can you can do the you can present yeah how to do something. Yeah. But when it comes to feeling it and being able to communicate your feelings and emotions when you breathe and when you get into I guess cold water rather than just toughing it out and go, I can sit in here for ten minutes. Yeah. As opposed to being able to talk someone through and yeah and uh be that way and it might be uh, many other things you know a friend of ours Jess he actually says that and he is a pretty solid yogi and you'd never know to meet him or talk to him that how how i guess accomplished and devout he is to that he says you can always tell what people are like in their practice by the pictures that they put out on social media. It's like, Cause you tend to do the, your best posture. Yeah. So people who be like crazy bends and he's like, probably, yeah. got, probably got tight hips <laughs> or they do handstands <laughs> and, and you know, it's like they can't do, they can't do that because you don't want to show that side of it. Yeah. And um, I think that's the presenting and the performance. Mm-hmm. And then the great yogi's, you just go. I think same same with all of the people that we've that we've yeah. met, actually. Yeah. I think it was it was Arthur that said something. Oh, he did say mastery is only achieved when you integrate mind, body, spirit, and I thought that was quite quite a cool thing to say because it's not just the physical or the the mind. He said. Yeah, that WeMove explores mastery with everyone we talked to. Him. And I never realized that. And he, I don't know if he'd listened to anything, you know, all of yeah. the stuff we'd done, but he very succinctly felt it and communicated it. And it's like, we'll take that. Cause that's, <laughs> cause we we'll we we'll have that. <laughs> we'll have that because uh, we haven't been able to, to say that. And I think that's, yeah, exploring mastery. I think you can explore it. Mm-hmm. And that feels like a really honest way of there's no end to it. Yeah. You can just explore it. It's like, wow, that was tough. Yeah. Didn't enjoy it in there, but you've explored it and maybe you'll go back to it. And I don't think it's about maybe you set off with the idea of I'm going to become a master at something, then you never do. But if you go out there and explore it and keep turning back or keep turning up the next day and being inquisitive and just being present, then. That's how mastery
0: yeah,
2: presents
1: itself.
0: Yeah. Again, the process. Yeah. And that's what I mean. D- do masters just kind of every so often come up for air and look around and then kind of realize that they are what other people would term or call them as masters, but maybe they wouldn't even call themselves that. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're just com- completely committed to the process because once you become a master turned by everyone else, a master, Maybe then you realise how far away you are from being a master.
1: (laughs) Yeah, then it gets really—it's
0: like a pyramid system, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Confusing. Yeah. With with it all, but I think there's. It was the right podcast, the right conversation for us, because it had nothing to do with incredible conversation going and looking for, and yet gave us everything to take forward. Is it presented mm. this idea of mastery in a totally different way in something that everyone has, or the, you know, the, the, well, everyone can communicate in some shape or form. and then Yeah.
0: And I'm sure there's, uh, so much left to, to take and learn from that podcast as with these couple of podcasts that we've been, that we've been doing.
1: Mm. I think it's a great start. And Arthur's, you know, his clients are, you know, so, you know, yeah, very good at what they do and yeah. that comes with a, and he can then uh, receive the mm. relevant level of recompense for it. However, I think the knowledge in that podcast was so, there are some really easy to digest parts of it. Yes. Stature, the conscious loving breath, Yeah, the disrupting, the self-reflection before you, Just jump in and give a reply. Yeah. All things that don't cost anything. And just you realize you can expand time rather than the necessary feeling to fill a space or rush. And he said something great about space in uh, speaking, which I think is lovely. And he likened it to... Songs, but space has value, and that 's what we often forget A song without a rest is not the same piece of music, and space also creates thinking time and you notice that with the masters they yeah. seem to be able to expand time,
0: yeah, everything 's considered,
1: yeah, and they can they have such dexterity with their craft that they can yeah you don't mind waiting for an extra second because really a second's nothing mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're speaking that, it feels like that that felt like a long time, that silence. Yeah. And really it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. And we have another thoughts on from Martin actually, who introduced us yeah. to Arthur because he's worked with him and he's a very accomplished executive and mountaineer. Yeah. And, uh, Really looking forward to hearing what he has to say because it ties in very much from someone that has followed the process mm. with Arthur and had some astonishing results.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, and I know a few of the stories, but I won't kind of mention it mm. because uh, I, don't want, I don't want to take any value away from from that podcast. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to 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 putting that one out. Mm. And I
1: think just a big thank you to Arthur, really. Massive and thank also you to And to Martin
0: Yeah absolutely It was um,
1: Yeah just Amazing and, yeah. and great to listen back to Yeah Even after a, After a few months I'm sure it'll be For many more to come Yeah So Thanks everybody For listening to us Be as concise And considered In what we're trying to say As we can Follow us on Instagram If you don't already Yeah Also we're using Instagram To have conversations about the podcast. So if you want us to give a bit more information or our perspective on something, send us a message and that's easy for us to uh to get back. You might actually get a voice memo instead of just typing, which sounds good. We've been doing a bit more of. Um but yeah, and that's also something that we've noticed. The people that we've been hanging out with there's not so much texting and that we've gone back to this old school way of communicating, which is a voice memo. Yeah. Which just seems really, really bizarre, but maybe we're going, we're craving this. Yeah. Communication. Human connection, human communication. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, try it with other people. Totally bamboozles them. My uh-huh. sister still replies back in text, <laughs> but well, I quite like it. It's good. So anyway, thank you. And until next week.
0: Nice one we